Hello everyone and happy 2022. Welcome to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick for both Instagram and Facebook, Gratitude underscore Chick on Twitter, and on TikTok, Babes Who Manifest. Welcome to another episode of your reading corner with the gratitude chick. I am a little stuffy today, um, so excuse me for the nasally sound. We are on chapter six of the four agreements. We are almost done, guys. I think it's only two more chapters left. And this chapter is called the Toltec Path to Freedom. As a reminder, I do read with my own commentary, so reader or listener beware okay so let us start the Toltec path to freedom breaking old agreements everyone talks about freedom all around the world different people different races different countries are fighting for freedom but what is freedom in America we speak of living in a free country but are we really free are we free to be who we really are the answer is no we are not free True freedom has to do with human spirit. It is the freedom to be who we really are. Who stops us from being free? We blame the government, we blame the weather, we blame our parents, we blame religion, we blame God. Who really stops us from being free? We stop ourselves. What does it really mean to be free? Sometimes we get married and we say that we lose our freedom. Then we get divorced and we're still not free. What stops us? Why can't we be ourselves? We have memories of long ago when we used to be free and we loved being free, but we have forgotten what freedom really means. If we see a child who is two or three, perhaps four years old, we find a free human. Why is this human free? Because this human does whatever he or she wants to do. The human is completely wild, just like a flower a tree or an animal that has not been domesticated, wild. And if we observe humans who are two years old, we find that most of the time, these humans have a big smile on their face and they're having fun. They are exploring the world. They are not afraid to play. They are afraid when they are hurt, when they are angry, when some of their needs are not met, but they don't worry about the past, don't care about the future, and only live in the present moment. Oh, to be a child again, right? Very young children are not afraid to express what they feel. They are so loving that if we, that if they perceive love, they melt into love. They are not afraid to love at all. That is the description of a normal human being. As children, we are not afraid of the future or ashamed of the past. Our normal human decency is to enjoy life, to play, to explore, to be happy, and to love. But what has happened with the adult human? Why are we so different? Why are we not wild? We are so different, and we are so wild, as the author says, simply because of the things that we are taught as children the ways that our freedom is cut as children. 
the things, um, the affirming statements from adults that impress upon our minds that we start to believe that are not even our own thoughts. That is why we are so different as adults. Because on along the way to adulthood, we have taken on all of these beliefs that have nothing to do with our own thought process. And now, as our, our parents have believed that things like money is hard to get or money grows on trees, we now believe that. Or if they believe anything negative about men or about women or about love itself, we take that on. And then because of these thoughts that we think that are running through our minds, we as children and as we grow into adults, we start attracting these instances into our lives in the form of bullies and things like that that happen to us in childhood. This is why as we become adults, we are so different. At least that's my opinion. From the point of the view, from the point of view of the victim, we can say that something sad happened to us. And from the point of the of view of the warrior, we can say that what happened to us is normal. That that's I don't the warrior would say that. What has happened is that we have the book of law, the book of judge. I'm sorry, the book of law, the big judge and the victim who rule our lives. We are no longer free because the judge, the victim, and the belief system don't allow us to be who we really are, as I just said. Once our minds have been programmed with all that garbage, we are no longer happy. And the sad part is this starts, as soon as our kids start going to school, they start being happy. And and I can't even say it's the school system. It's really parents because programming starts from infancy this chain of training from human to human from generation to generation is perfectly normal in human society you don't need to blame your parents for teaching you to be like them what else could they teach you but what they know right they did the best they could and if they abused you it was due to their own domestication their own fears their own beliefs and and I I I would definitely agree because the things that happened to me as a child I have often written them off as hurt begats hurt and when hurt people are hurt they hurt people so I have often written those things off as simply just saying hurt begats hurt does it make it right no but oftentimes when you are a hurt person If you know no better, you only do what you've seen others do to you. Uh, Let's see. They had no control over the programming they received, so they couldn't have behaved any differently. There is no need to blame your parents or anyone who abused you in your life, including yourself. That's pretty deep. Especially if you... If you are an abused person or a person who have been has been abused in your life, we we are taught. I, I I can't say we all are taught. I know that I've had plenty of people, including psychologists, say that it is okay to hate your abuser. And you know, I've been told a couple times that I need to go and get therapy, and. I the reason why I have such a negative view of therapy is because 
um, I have been told that it's okay to hate people that have, that have abused you. And I disagree with that sentiment. I have also been told that I need to be on medication for depression and anxiety when I personally don't feel like I'm depressed. Anxious, anxiety, I manage it with CBD oil. So I know I don't think I need medication for that. But when people feel that they can't understand you, they often tell you, go get therapy. I shouldn't have to get therapy just because you don't you don't understand me and don't take the time to understand me just simply because you can't relate to who I am. That's more about you than it is about me just because we have different stances and because I don't agree with having... I'm 46. I don't feel like I should have to go back to six to wonder why... I'm depressed. No, let's, let's, I don't, I just don't agree with that. That's just me. And, you know, maybe other people disagree. That's, that's cool too. I just don't agree with it. But it is time to stop the abuse. It is time to free yourself of the tyranny of the judge by changing the foundation of your own agreement. It is time to be free from the role of the victim. The real you is still a little child who never grew up. Sometimes that little child comes out when you're having fun or playing, when you feel happy, when you are painting or writing poetry or playing the piano or expressing yourself in some way. These are the happiest moments of your life when the real you comes out and when you don't care about the past and don't worry about the future. You are childlike. But there is something that changes all that. We call them responsibilities. The judge says, wait a second, you are responsible. You have things to do. You have to work. You have to go to school. You have to earn a living. All these responsibilities come to mind. Our face changes and becomes serious again. If you watch children when they are playing adults, you will see their little face changes. Let's pretend I'm a lawyer and right away their face change. Their faces change. The adult face takes over. We go to court and that is the face we see. And that is what we are. We are still children, but we have lost our freedom. The freedom we are looking for is the freedom to be ourselves, to express ourselves. But if we look at our lives, we, we will see that most of the time we do things just to please others, just to be accepted by others rather than living our lives to please ourselves. This is true. That is what has happened to our freedom. And, 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 and when we deign to go out to live our lives or do something that we love so much and we share it with someone who we love and if that person does not accept it as we accept it, that also puts... I don't know, it puts you in a different space. It does take away your freedom because this is something that I I love and I'm sharing with you. And if you just throw it to the side, at this moment, I can no longer be free with you because this is a part of me. And now you've let me know that this part of me, you don't like. So how am I supposed to be free with you again? That's pretty deep. And we see in our society and all the societies around the world 
that for every thousand people, 999 are completely domesticated. The worst part is that most of us are not even aware that we are not free. There is something inside that whispers to us that we are not free, but we do not understand what it is and why we are not free. The problem with most people is that they live their lives and never discover that the judge and the victim rule their mind, and therefore they don't have a chance to be free. The first step forward, the, the first step toward personal freedom is awareness. We need to be aware that we are not free in order to be free. We need to be aware of what the problem is in order to solve the problem. Awareness is always the first step because if you are not aware, there is nothing you can change. If you are not aware that your mind is full of wounds and emotional poison, you cannot begin to clean and heal the wounds and you will continue to suffer. There is no reason to suffer. With awareness, you can rebel and say, this is enough. You can look for a way to heal and transform your personal dream. The dream of the planet is just a dream. It is not even real. If you go into the dream and start challenging your beliefs, you will find that most of the beliefs that guided you into the wounded mind are not even true. You will find that you suffered all those years of drama for nothing. Why? Because the belief system that was put inside your mind is based on lies. And we all know this. If we start, if we just listen to the things that we say and really just stop and say, did I really just say that? Where did that come from? And we can look back in our minds and realize, number one, more most often it is not even our own thought. And number two, this thought came from someone that is our, you know, aunt or mother or father or sister or brother. And you can challenge that thought and realize that was a lie. It's really deep. That is why it is important for you to master your own dream. That is why the Toltec became Dream Masters. Your life is the manifestation of your dream. It is an art and you can change your life anytime if you aren't enjoying the dream. Dream Masters create a masterpiece of life. They control the dream by making choices. Everything has consequences and a Dream Master is aware of the consequences. To be Toltec is a way of life. It is a way of life where there are no leaders and no followers, where you have your own truth and live your own truth. A Toltec becomes wise, becomes wild, and becomes free again. There are no free... I'm sorry, there are three masteries that lead people to become a Toltec. First is the mastery of awareness. This is to be aware of who we really are with all the possibilities. The second is the mastery of transformation, how to change, how to be free of domestication. The third is the mastery of intent. Intent from the Toltec point of view is that part of life that makes transformation of energy possible. It is the one living being that seamlessly encompasses all energy or what we call God. So, hmm. I, you know, I, you guys all know that I'm a Christian. So when, when people start calling God anything other than the creator, uh, 
it doesn't sit well with me. Um, that's just my opinion. I am a Christian, so you know I do read these books because because I believe that they are based, and really they are all based on the Bible and what the Bible teaches us. Um, so you know, take this for what it what it is. I guess intent is life itself. It is unconditional love. The mastery of intent is therefore the mastery of love. When we talk about the Toltec path to freedom, we find that they have an entire map for breaking free of domestication. They compare the judge, the victim, and the belief system to a parasite that invades the human mind. From the Toltec point of view, all humans who are domesticated are sick. They are sick because there is a parasite that controls the mind and controls the brain. The food for the parasite is the negative emotions that come from fear. If we look at the description of a parasite, we find that a parasite is a living being who lives off of other living beings, sucking their energy without any useful contribution in return, and hurting their host little by little. The judge, the victim, and the belief system fit this, fits this description very well. Together they comprise a living being made of psychic or emotional energy, and that energy is alive. I feel like that energy that they're talking about is God. And again, I don't like the referral of God is any other way than the creator. Of course, it is not material energy, but neither are emotions material energy. Our energies are not material energy either, but we know they exist. One function of the brain is to transform material energy into emotional energy. Our brain is the factory of the emotions. And we have said that the main function of the mind is to dream. The Toltec believe that the parasite, the judge, the victim, and the belief system have control of your mind. It controls your personal dream. The parasite dreams through your mind and lives its life through your body. It survives on the emotions that come from fear and thrives on drama and suffering. Okay. I actually can agree with them calling it a a, a virus. I think if you compact it that way, then maybe you can actually pack it up and evict it from your mind. It might be a great way to look at it. The freedom we seek is to use our mind and body to live our own life instead of the life of the belief system. When we discover that the mind is controlled by the judge, the victim, and the real us is in the corner, we have just two choices. One choice is to keep living the way we are, to surrender to the judge and the victim, to keep living in the dream of the planet. The second judge, excuse me, the second choice is to do what we do as children. When parents try to domesticate us, we can rebel and say no. We can declare a war against the parasite, a war against the judge and the victim, a war for our independence, a war for the right to use our own mind and our own brain. Um, Which I I agree with the no, because um, I have started to say no when uh, negative thoughts pop up. Or most recently, I would say today, uh, you know, some things happened that, you know, really made me super emotional And one thing I am now very big on is stopping the flow of negative thoughts. So once the emotional, 
you know, thing happened to me today, the first thing I said was, I'm going to give myself a few minutes to feel my feelings. And once I felt the feelings of all those emotional, all those emotions, and I gave myself the allotted time, I stopped them. I wrote out a gratitude letter to the people that, you know, that was involved with the emotional feeling and I was done. And after that, I went on to do something else to help raise my vibration because my, I am, I am, I am very aware that the more you allow your emotions to just keep going and spiraling, the more you are attracting that emotion to you and the more you'll continue to spiral and spiral and spiral until the next thing you know, it could be days, weeks, or months and you are just sitting here in all this emotional turmoil. And this has happened to many people. So I am of the thought that I don't believe we should suppress our feelings, but put yourself on a time limit. And when I say a time limit, I would say 30 minutes at most. Allow yourself to feel whatever you feel. Give yourself an alarm for 30 minutes. And when you are done, come out of that and do some form of gratitude. Write down 10 things that you are grateful for. Um, write a gratitude letter if, if your emotions involve other people. And when I say gratitude letter, sit down and think of everything that you um, love about that person and be grateful for the, that person. Whatever it is, find some way to express gratitude after you finish those emotions so that you can raise your vibration back. Don't allow people to take your energy and then leave you with nothing but emotional carnage. Don't allow that. Don't allow that in your life. Like um, Oprah Winfrey said one time that peace. there are some people who are designed to be energy suckers. And when you know that about people, limit your conversations with them. Limit how you interact with them. You know, I'm I am getting into the habit of protecting my peace. Stop the flow as much as you can. Figure out a way to control the flow of your thoughts when your emotions are involved. Because you don't want them to spiral. Okay. We can declare a war against the parasite, a war against the judge and the victim, a war for our independence, a war for the right to use our own mind and our own brain. That is why in all the shamanic traditions in America, from Canada to Argentina, people call themselves warriors because they are in war against the parasite in in the mind. That is the real meaning of a warrior. The warrior is one who rebels against the invasion of the parasite. The warrior rebels and declares a war. But to be a warrior doesn't mean we always win the war. We may win or we may lose, but we always do our best. And at least we have a chance to be free again. Choosing this path path gives us, at the very least, the dignity of rebellion and ensures that we will not be the helpless victim of our own whimsical emotions or the poisonous emotions of others. 
Even if we succumb to the enemy, the parasite, we will not be among those victims who would not fight back. And again, to me, fighting back is feeling your emotions. Like, I, I feel like he's telling us not to feel our emotions. I could be reading this wrong, but that's how I feel. That, that is, that's what I, I am taking it, this as. And I am going to be honest, I disagree with that. I, because I think if you try to stuff your emotions down, they're going to come up some other way. <laughs> it's going to come up some other way. So I think that you have to feel your emotions. And like I told you guys in another episode, I had a life coach that told me to feel my feelings. No, no, she said, feel the fear, but do it anyway. And I am going to piggyback off of that and say, feel your emotions, but then add a gratitude when you're done. Give yourself a time limit to feel those negative emotions. At best, being a warrior gives us an opportunity to transcend the dream of the planet and to change our personal dream to a dream that we call heaven. Heaven is not a dream. Just like hell, heaven is a place that exists within our mind. Disagree, disagree. It is a place of joy, a place where we are happy, where we are free to love and to be who we really are. We can reach heaven while we are alive. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. What, what he's saying about heaven and hell, I don't agree with. It's just what it is. I'm going to keep reading, but I don't want to keep saying disagree. So I don't agree with this. We don't have to wait until we die. God is always present and the kingdom of heaven is everywhere. But first we need to have the eyes and ears to see and hear that truth. We need to be free of the parasite. The parasite can be compared to a monster with a thousand heads. Every head of the parasite is one of the fears that we have. If we want to be free, we have to destroy the parasite. One solution is to attack the parasite head by head, which means we face each of our fears one by one. This is a slow process, but it works. Every time we face one of the fears, we are a little more free. A second approach is to, is to stop feeding the parasite. If we don't give the parasite any food, we kill the parasite by starvation. To do this, we have to gain control of our emotions. We have to refrain from fueling the emotions that come from fear. This is easy to say, but it is very difficult to do. It is difficult because the judge and the victim control our mind. A third solution is called the initiation of the dead. The initiation of the dead is found in many traditions and esoteric schools around the world. We find it in Egypt, India, Greece, and America. This is a symbolic death which kills the parasite without harming our physical body. When we die, symbolically, the parasite has to die. This is faster than the first two solutions, but it is even more difficult to do. We need a great deal of courage to face the angel of death. We need to be very strong. Okay, so what I'm going to do is stop here because this chapter goes on. Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to go read this next line because this chapter goes on for another 25 minutes. Let's take a closer look at each of these solutions. So I'm going to stop here. And um, in the episode on Thursday, we'll pick this back up. Um, because I don't want the, this to be just going on and on and on for 30, for an hour. When it could just be two different episodes. So I, I want you guys to know that while we're at the end 
of this book. I am going to be very honest with you. Um, This book has been built up and up and up and up over the years. And it has really been a complete letdown for me. I did not particularly care for this book. Um, The Four Agreements really, it could have been an essay. This did not have to be a full book. It really could have been an essay. And I think that maybe it was an essay that someone just turned into a book. And um, I don't know who promoted it to make it as big as it is. Because I really don't even understand the hype. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, I I hope this does not piss anybody off. But I am not... I am not a fan of this book. Um, I, I only really so far agree with the first agreement and I think it was the third agreement that's it (laughs) that's it um and they had me he had me so well on the first agreement that I thought this this book was gonna be just delightful and child I just this is a no for me I won't I would not read this again um but We are almost done. I think we have two more episodes and we'll be done with this book. And then next up is The Alchemist. I have read this book before. And if you have not, stay tuned. It is a delightful story. It is not one of the books like this or like um, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. This is an actual story. So it has lots of... um, It has a lot of... uh, different um kind of like the parables in the bible so it has a lot of different um things that you can learn from the story it's really it's really good so i am going to read the alchemist next that is up in february thank you guys so much for listening in today um i would i would like to know what you guys think of this book so far when we're done um, see what you guys think. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. I appreciate everyone that takes time out of their day to listen to me talk. I appreciate you guys. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Babes Who Manifest podcast. I am your host, Luanza, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to me on YouTube at The Gratitude Chick. Make sure to click in my description box for the link to paid surveys, manifesting merchandise, and much more. <laughs>